What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast live version. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbay. If you guys want to donate, you can always do that. We're going to look for devices so the live show will go off better. Today, we're going to be discussing the Grammy tribute and other things going on. Hopefully, we don't need to talk about any cake unless it's cheesecake funk. So we're just starting right now. Thank you guys so much. The world's a little bit different now. Hope you guys are doing well. We're doing this show live on Instagram. You guys are listening to this. We we're trying to do other platforms as well, but that didn't work out. So we're going to take questions. So you're not just hearing my opinion on other things going on. So here it is. Uh, the Grammy tribute aired on CBS last night. And it was recorded back in January. What I can see from different things. Um, there was a few edits that happened, some big ones like the revolution didn't get mountains, wasn't broadcast. Foo Fighters doing pop life wasn't broadcast. St. Vincent, uh, who said some really nice things about Prince and him coming to a show of hers before she took the stage, well, before she started performing, that was edited out. And of course, as you saw with the time some of cool was edited out now aside from edits and i saw all the complaints before the show aired um that people were upset about the tribute but it seems like a majority of you guys liked it and that's a good thing to have because we need these tributes to keep happening because we want to make sure he isn't forgotten and of course there isn't going to be um anyone like prince and of course we'd all love to see more of him live and we We'll get that eventually. Hello, everyone that's out there watching live. Appreciate you. And um, I want to get your guys' thoughts on it because, look, we know, like, like I said, we know there isn't going to be another Prince. But we need stuff like this. And the ratings for last night's show was tremendous. And NCIS rerun did lead, but it was probably people tuning into that show to make sure they weren't going to miss the tribute. It was really cool that they had D-Nice with his club quarantine to do the Prince special. And of course, we had five days of Questlove um, going into it. I'm seeing people saying they enjoyed it. What were some of your favorite parts of the Prince tribute last night? I would love to see that. Yes, I do see some people would love to have Janelle Monae and Lenny Kravitz be involved, of course. I know some people were wanting Andy Allo involved or more of the NPG stuff that we know but probably what the audience what they're doing it in they know more of the foo fighters and other artists like beck that perform and they're all showing their love i wish you guys i did see that the grammys did put up um the revolution performing mountains and that was awesome now we need them to put up the foo fighters pop life because that was amazing as well yeah, nice to see Mountains, Pop Life, and St. Vincent's, St. Vincent's comments. So I think, because I did see a lot of criticism of people that don't know St. Vincent. She really is amazing, probably out of her element with that, but I loved that they did controversy. Because before, you know, if this tribute would have happened maybe a few years ago, we would have had probably just the Purple Rain songs done. So now we're getting 81 through 87. I know you guys want the 90s and some other stuff that was last. Um, but right now, that's what we're getting at, and that's what they know. And yes, Wendy's guitar playing was awesome. Jerome with the time. What I heard, and of course, if anyone wants to come in and tell me wrong, but I thought it was supposed to be the original seven, which was everyone. They did have everyone but Jesse Johnson. But the performance was still good, as you saw, still a little bit edited. Um, Andre Simone being involved would have been amazing as well. I know that some people kind of gave flack for, for Mavis. Um, look, you can have, I've put a lyrical interpretation. Remember how Prince changed the words to one of us from just a slob like one of us to just a slave like one of us? So let Mavis be Mavis, but Wendy's guitar solo and that and everything was just amazing. And I love that her was a part of it, such a, still somewhat new talent that a lot of people haven't discovered, but she is quite amazing. 
And of course, yes, seeing Morrison Jerome um, looked great. What did you guys think of Juanes with uh, 1999 as well? Yeah, Mavis is still killing it out of her age, and we're we're love to see it, see her doing that. And of course, with Wendy, wow, so Usher's still getting hate. I do understand that that was reported at the Grammys, as you guys all know. Of course, the local news out here, they played that clip like that was recorded the same night. But that's uh, another story with some of the local news people out here, the entertainment reporters. Um, and just these are things that are going on. You didn't like Manic Monday. Wow. I, I liked it, at least hearing it live. I may have to more pay more attention to the video playback that they aired yesterday on CBS. Um, that was edited too. 1S did two takes, and if I'm mispronouncing his name, blame my grandmother because I got her thing for mispronouncing things from her. So it's not to be rude or not to learn it, but it's just one of those things that happens. Um, and how it was recorded was not how you guys saw it because Miguel was closer to the end and he had him do it twice and he killed it both times. And Miguel, I would see him at the small clubs with Liv Warfield at Sayers Club, hoping to get a shot of Prince playing. Um, so it was kind of cool for that. <clears throat> um, I'm going to repeat my series. Okay. Um, but and all in all, I like that they're doing tributes. I like that there were some segments that they had on Prince and you know, obviously from a rating standpoint and from how interactive it was on social media last night, um, it was great. Now, I would love to see more of these. And look, the other artists that did tributes before the people last night, they got roasted. You know, you had Bruno Mars, who's a tremendous talent who I've seen live several times, and I appreciate him. Guys roasted him. Same with um, Justin Timberlake with what he did at the Super Bowl. I see John Legend. We're going to get into that. Um, you know, but it's kind of hard. Some of these artists, like the Foo Fighters and other people stepping up to do drawing, making and pop life, which you guys um, didn't get to hear yet. I'm hoping that will be back. Yes, the Madonna debacle. That was something. I believe Kat Dyson was up there. Same with Eddie M. Um, yeah. Musicology, ridiculous. The footage was hopefully in a good way. Oh, man. The John Legend cleavage. You guys are really going to go there, huh? Okay. Let's, let's dig into that. Lenny Kravitz did a good performance as well as a tribute. John Legend... You know, I think it came off better live in person than it did on television. Maybe for his performance, maybe for some others. Um, but I've seen John Legend at, at Prince's house one time and Prince had the microphone and John just put the microphone up to his mouth. <laughs> and then like 15 seconds later, handed it back to Prince. So maybe he should have belted out nothing compares to you at that party. Um, People are saying they would love to see more of the MPG along with the revolution and some of these collaborations. Minneapolis Sound is so important in all this. True it is. We had Jimmy and Terry involved um, with some of it. We had Sheila E involved as well. Um, see what happens here, bro. Did Texas Man Alive? I know you're talking about John Legend there. John Legend needed a shirt. Now, see if it was his wife, you guys wouldn't be saying that, right? All right, then. Um, yeah. And is what's what someone paying in here, international love, or honestly, they respect any artist trying to step up and do any Prince song. Doesn't mean they are good, but at least they tried. As we're saying, there'll never be another Prince, but these things are so important. And you guys supporting the estate, supporting other things is great. Chris S. Guitars killed it as well. I'm seeing the comments about some other things. Um... I don't know. Do you guys think you guys could have pulled off that yellow outfit a little bit better, though? <laughs> um, Third Eye Girl. Yes. Third Eye Girl hasn't exactly played together. 
completely, right? We've had Ida, we've had Donna, we haven't had Hannah. Um, but if they were available, they can do it. And yes, we need to talk about Nika Costa and her version of Empty Room. See, that's a talent that is still under people's radar. And Nika Costa is so bleeping amazing. And that version of Empty Room chills. Like, just talking about it right now. So, you know, but it seems like, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, a majority of this, you guys seem to like the tri this tribute more than that. Is it because maybe it isn't getting easier, but maybe you're accepting it a little bit more of these things? And I agree, Jill Jones is amazing as well. <clears throat> You know, we would like to have everyone involved, but it would not be able to be a two-hour show. Maybe Netflix can uh, throw some money that way, and then they can have their own special to where we can go as long as we want, right? So, yeah. As someone's saying, Third Eye Girl was great, but wouldn't pull people towards this the way others would. It's a little unknown, unfortunately. And that's what I'm saying about Andy Allo, Liv Warfield, and Shelly J., we all have major, major love for them. But when you're trying to get stuff on CBS television, they want those big names. Apollonia 6, all those things that we love to see on there, but because of time, um, we're not going to get to it. I don't know what beef you're talking about. This is Wendy's. We, we have the beef. Um, so it's always songs for boring. Well, no, they did controversy. They did the cross, you know? There was no housequake, although we felt something a little bit later in the night here in L.A. last night. Where was Jesse Johnson? Um, ask him. I don't know. But that's what I was told is all of them were supposed to be together. And that's not what happened. But it's always great seeing Morris and Jerome in the mix. Jimmy and Terry. Uh, Monty Moore, who's no longer in the band full time as well. Yes. Jesse Johnson, good answer, is in his skin. That's right. Um, it wasn't exactly, uh, someone's asking if it was mostly Sheila's touring back, touring backing down. That's not true because you had Morris Hayes in the mix on that and other things. I don't think Jimmy is sick. I think Jimmy lost a lot of weight and needs to get more suits that fit him better. But that's part of his look from the Janet Jackson videos to through so many other things that he had. Yeah, not only that, we got the cross last night from Sign of the Times. We also got Sign of the Times with Common rapping. I kind of liked Common's rap, kind of, you know, not trying to do the same thing. I'm seeing some of the comments didn't exactly like his rap, but he was trying to bring something new to the table. And that is appreciated to show the talent and other things going on. Look, you want to talk about Jimmy Jam and losing weight to stay healthy. Um, last April, last July, I was 100 pounds heavier than I am right now. That came with three-hour workouts through some other things. So if Jimmy's doing what he can to be healthy, all about it. And so am I because I want to be around here for a long, long time. Um, but we'll get into that. Um, but I think Jimmy is okay. He's still making appearances. He's still very active. Um, these are things that are going on and going around. So, you know, we all need to be healthier. And especially when we're being, uh, we have to stay inside. We may be reaching for more snacks uh, than we need to. Albeit my snacks are Jello, Greek yogurt, a banana, oatmeal and tomato soup. It's kind of like the only things I had today. Um, and uh, another person is saying that they prefer when tribute artists put their spin on songs rather than doing it like Prince. Yes, I agree. But of course, you would have more people complaining about that that are trying to do something different. Because look, when Prince would pay um, respect to other artists, he would switch up the lyrical content. Look at what he did with Alice, um, Alice Smith's Another Love on his Plectrum Electrum album for, for starters. You know, it's just those kind of things. Um, I do see that the that people wish that the revolution would have performed America as well. I agree with that. Wasn't um, my decision. 
the family in Ericlead should have been blowing his sacks. Again, these are other things that you have to fly him out. And the reason that this was done around the time of the Grammys, and thank God for that, because we wouldn't have had this special last night if it wasn't for that, is because these artists were already in town for the Grammys. Now, they have their budget, they have who they want. I'm sure Eric Leeds, unfortunately, it's on our radar, but it isn't on theirs. Those are some things that we have to understand. And, um, you know, like, I don't know how you guys felt about the special airing on the 21st. Um, the Grammy percentage points were a little bit lower last night than last year's, although it was more active on social media. And I do think the reason for that was it being the last year's Grammys tribute was on a Sunday instead of a Monday. But of course, they wanted to have it on the 21st. Um, a tribute with only Prince performing videos with interviews cut in between. Um, I think we will get that eventually with that Netflix um, docu-series. It may take a little bit more time. Um, but we'd all love to do stuff like that. And um, so and some people are saying that date made sense. So there you go. I'll be honest, like being kind of like cooped up in here, I was um, missing being in Minneapolis, missing being at Paisley even though um, I do like that the thought process of it being in June going forward when we don't have viruses messing up stuff, that's where my heart thinks it should be. Um, how did I deal with yesterday or, um, <clears throat> or stuff? To be honest, I've been giving myself projects in my house to organize, in my apartment, I should say. Um, so it came time since um, last week to start doing the print stuff and get that organized. So I was going through things and I think that actually helped. Um, I think that, you know, people reached out to me and they said that they were having a harder time um, this year than previous years. I think it's because we didn't have so many distractions as we had before. Um, celebration in June, a lot of people were agreeing with that in the room. So I get the orchestra tribute to Prince, taking a picture with Jay Scratch. That was an amazing event. Yes, and that was uh, Questlove. And you want to talk about stuff not being used past the 90s. At least we had All My Dreams. I believe they had another unreleased song. And they did have unreleased songs played before the orchestra part. So that's it um, when it comes to that. But let me ask you, because... You know, we're talking about artists that you would love to see that he worked with be part of the tribute. We'll get more into that. What artists that haven't done Prince tributes yet would you guys love to see in the future? And um, while I'm asking that question, apparently Hannah and Josh did a Facebook Live on the passing um, on 421.16. People are telling me that was so great. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So we're going to do it. And I agree with Tamiko on this one. Folks would complain no matter what. Be glad we have folks still alive to do his music. 100%. And it's just like with the stuff is, um, he is the greatest. We knew that. We know that. It's for other people to get on. Do you see that Lenny Kravitz, although he did his own special tribute, he wasn't part of something like this. Lady Gaga, <clears throat> Sade, you guys would love to see D'Angelo, and when he did the Sometimes It Snows in April uh, with Maya and Gretchen and Princess on The Tonight Show, it took me about six or seven months before I watched it. And to see kind of like D'Angelo break down a little bit at the ending was powerful. <clears throat> now, like we're trying to just get with the bigger names of people, not associates, and we will circle back to that to get it involved. Um, but I appreciate your uh, contributions. People are saying Parliament, D'Angelo. What about younger artists? I don't know if you guys have ever seen, don't give me flack for this, but Demi Lovato, she did a version of Purple Rain for a 4th of July celebration a few years ago. She has runs. And that was impressive. Gaga, some, some people bring up again. Erica Badu, Maxwell. Maxwell would be amazing. You guys are right. 
And I'd love to see all these artists at Paisley Park eventually, by the way. And I think you guys would too, right? We need to get some of that music in there. Rita Ora, who Prince worked with, and we're still waiting on those songs that haven't been released of hers. But Rita is someone that worked with him. Even Esperanza Spalding, even though she did a tribute when he was here, I believe she was part of the BET tribute as well. Um, we'll get into D-Nice and Questlove. Stevie Wonder, Mariah. Mariah may be, it may be hard for her. I know that she's kind of tried to do tributes with him before. Why didn't Alicia Keys sing? I guess it's because since her part was kind of done at the Grammys, it was just introducing um, Usher to perform, you know, Ed Sheeran. That's an interesting thing because what, what's interesting about Ed is I know Prince in 2000, 2001 was really wanting a concept where he could be a one man band to where he can set up equipment on stage to play guitar and play piano, play the bass and have like an interactive system where the fans would be able to choose what songs he was playing. The interesting thing when it came to Ed Sheeran is he'd be playing Wembley Arena and he would be first playing a little bit of a guitar guitar part, then kicking the loop in, then doing that with the bass, then doing that with the keyboard. Then he have his acoustic guitar going through all that. And I would be like, man, I wish Prince would have been able to do that because that's something that he was talking about wanting to do. And I think the inspiration for that was a D'Angelo video where he was playing all the parts of stuff. Sade would be great. I agree. Um, same with Ed Sheeran. It's just, you have to get these talents. Tori Kelly, an amazing voice. Reminds me of Hannah Welton so much. The Weeknd, and The Weeknd has spoken so highly of Prince. Um, that's a very, very good choice. Now with The Weeknd as well, he was the last person to get an award from Prince before his passing at the American Music Awards, which Dick Clark and others have always been very, very, very kind to Prince, very kind to their family, to the family. And the Grammys, not so much over time, but Prince would just steal the show walking on stage sometimes just to introduce someone, right? And those performances were amazing. I'm glad that you guys have been here. We're doing this live. I see people from LA, from Minneapolis, New York, Australia. Um, Appreciate it. Live looping would have been in P's hands. 100%. It would have been so amazing. Now, what songs would you want to see these artists do? Like The Weeknd? Or I would love to still have Bruno involved without having all the pressure that he had to have before. You know? And these are just other things that are going on. And we're going to get back into people that you haven't seen your tributes that have been linked with Prince in the past, such as Third Eye Girl. That walk, Adore. What'd you guys think of Earth, Wind, and Fire's uh, performance of Adore? I hate you for the weekend. Huh. All right. Leon Bridges is interesting. I haven't seen anyone, and Prince was very, very protective of this artist. I know for some people, he rubs people the wrong way, but Prince wanted us to look out for this person. <clears throat> so, how many people would be for or against Chris Brown being involved with the Prince tribute? And also someone saying, shouldn't the vision of a tribute be determined by the body doing the tribute? Um, if we want something that includes all the artists that we know, then tribute needs to be back to the medium for us. I do believe in time that could happen, but we have to have it not be on network television or other things, and those are hard. John Mayer, who was originally supposed to be part of that Prince Tribute concert in October of um, 2016. Um, those things would have been amazing to have been a part of. You know, Philip Bailey did a good job. Um, I just saw someone say, I wasn't laughing at that, I'd do that. Chris Brown, no CB. You guys are kind of mixed with that, huh? And so I was just reading the comments for people that made things going so slow. And the people that are listening to this back, if I'm not talking directly into the microphone, that's my fault. I'm just paying more attention to the Instagram live and hoping that I'm speaking loud enough to where you guys are able to hear me 
and have other things going on. Now, <clears throat> let me ask you this, even though it wasn't something that was gonna be going on. Um, how many people are looking forward to, and we're gonna have a special episode for this, for the releases coming up next month, the end of May, for um, the One Night Alone Piano, the Rainbow Children, One Night Alone Live, I think it's called Up All Night, with uh, also the In and Over After Show. And like some of those releases are gonna be for the first time on vinyl. And yes, going back to the tribute while you guys are, are doing this, um, Foo Fighters did sing another song, they sang Pop Life. And then they were asked um, by the executive producer, this was his last show producing any, any stuff going further. He, they wanted him to do Darling Nikki, which they did. But they also did an amazing version of Pop Life as well. People would like to have Stevie Nicks be involved. Music Soul Child as well, Living Color. Wow. Like again, these artists aren't as big as, say, some of the ones that they used on the show and on the tribute. Now, um, that's where it comes down to is that you know, we want certain artists, but again, when it comes to CBS, they, CBS, did I say CBS? If I did, forgive me for that. Um, they need to have the star power to do stuff. You know, I think mountains, like I said, should have been included in pop life. I know that we saw the Usher thing already, but apparently like the newscaster here in LA this morning that was playing it back, you know, maybe they missed it on the Grammys. Stokely. You know, um, <clears throat> Taylor Swift, well, maybe not covering that song, but I think Taylor Swift is so interesting for so many different reasons. And I really wish that Taylor was suing Scooter Braun for control of her masters. Because I really would love to see how that would play out in court with her masters. And maybe it can um, be a blueprint for something else that I'm not really going to discuss, but I'm sure you guys know where I'm going through with this. Some of you would love to see Justin Timberlake be involved again, Raheem Devon. Also, um, it's another group that I'm forgetting right now that I'd love to see involved. And um, this is about catering to the millennials. It's also the producers are older, so they want that star power. So uh, I see another question I can't, I can't answer right now. Um, <clears throat> so those are things that are going on, but let's get back to the other releases. And I'm sure, you know, hopefully you guys have been going through stuff. The 1999 set has been out for a while and that's been amazing, you know. And here's hoping, Jill Scott is a good choice. Here's hoping that this, you know, in time, when we do the right thing, that you guys overseas who are supposed to get the revolution shows and MPG can get that stuff, you know? Um, just that we need that so you guys can get your revolution fixed, get your MPG fixed and other stuff. Um, but that's how it goes. So we're still trying to get emancipation on vinyl. So here it is, because I know some people, uh, DJ Sesh with me, it's going to happen. Harry Styles, yes. Although Harry has done what? Adore You, and then he did Assign the Times, but not Prince songs. He had titles of those songs and kind of fooled people. Chris Isaac, I remember running into him one day, because Michael Bland was his drummer at one point. And let's say Chris Isaac at that time didn't speak to Riley Prince, but at that time, it was the rave era, and not a lot of people thought too highly of Prince, but he was ahead of the game, and they were able to do it. A revolution versus MPG battle. He's talking about one of those battle of the bands that was done back in the day, like with the time in Prince, and that what Paisley tried to do with their musicology battle of the bands that they had it had at Paisley, which I thought was a very interesting idea as well. Q-tip. You know, and I remember some of these artists that you guys are talking about, you know, did stuff with Prince, but it wasn't like in tribute. Like they did Vibrant Thing at um, the Northrop in Minneapolis in 2000. 
Prince playing on it, and that was a little bit of a tribute. So it's a little bit different. You know, what about the Love Sexy Band? Where is Martika? I guess in her skin. And I would love, you know, I know that Martika co-wrote Left I Will Be Done. And again, during this time, I kind of made a suggestion on my last show um, that I wish that the estate would release like a version of Left I Will Be Done. It could be from the 98 tour, the, the show in France. Um, hopefully there's a soundboard of that that they could release for free just kind of during these times or bring back that MPG audio that Sam Jennings and Prince did before. See, here it is. For each person that mentions someone like Gwen Stefani, there's people that say no. This what I'm saying is it makes it so hard for these artists to be on, to be on that. And yes, I do want to do a DJ set. I may not have the mixing boards, but I have a few ideas up my sleeve that I try to do some stuff. We need to get some devices to do that. My laptop is literally only six years old, I guess in computer terms, that's old. And the only thing I would use it for is podcast. That's why I was having trouble with the Facebook Live tonight and other things. Um, apparently these are ancient, you know, and people are telling me to get an Amazon, um, not an iPad, but their thing to get, because that would help out. Because I really like Questlove's set. And although I'm not Questlove, um, the way that he has things out and he can be interactive with you guys, I think is very important for you guys to feel involved. And that's what we used to do with these shows um, back in the day. Not a new laptop, but those, the Amazon devices, they're somewhat cheap. I'm looking at those because then we can set up and I can read your guys' comments. Um, you know, those are things going on that we're, I hope to maybe get figured out in the next week or two. I look at this as a test show that we're running, but I want you guys to feel more involved and to have, you know, we're gonna have other episodes where we have people on to bring on just like the old, old days, or we're gonna have some shows that aren't on live that'll have some people. Um, how people actually agreed to collab after a song with, yeah, um, with Gwen. Childish Gambino, that's a very, very, very interesting one. And let's get on to these other things with the DJs doing their sets with Questlove, with D-Nice, with DJ Dudley D in the mix, with DJ Linka. I think it's been very important that they've been going to do that stuff. Um, while you guys are thinking of that, we're going to circle back around because someone brought up Nick Jonas' administration. Now, if you guys don't know, Nick Jonas's backing that the administration, that was the MPG of 1994, 1995. <clears throat> you had Michael B. You had Sonny T. You had Mr. Hayes. You know, pretty funky, right? Tommy Barbarella as well. D-Nice has been doing great sets, more hit stuff. Questlove goes deep. He wants to show you what he has in his knowledge, which is great. Um, Questlove, and this is another thing, because I would love for um, events at Paisley Park after dark to where we can go to 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, or in the summertime, you know, it's like 4 o'clock when the sun comes out in Minneapolis, which is great. Um but I would love to have more DJ sets, more of them performing. Questlove, um, WD, my boy C minus, DJ Adam 12, um, Kurt Crucial as well. So someone's talking about Graceland. We don't need to touch that anymore now, do we? Um, I would love to have Quest on. We were in discussions a few years ago. I'll try to reach out again. Um, and one of the guests I've really been trying to get on, uh, even before all this for years is getting Dave Chappelle and I'm like, look, dude, we don't need to talk about you. We can just talk about Prince. I know he's done that with some other people and that's been very interesting. Um, yeah. Linka is a better DJ for Beyond the Surface. I agree. I wish that Linka's set wasn't at the same time as Quest. I know that hers was delayed for a week of having some issues, which is what I had. We still had um, a way to make it work. 
DJ TBT and his mixes are amazing. I don't know if he does does that all live, but it would be good to have. You know, I would love to have some of the people I mentioned be at Paisley and other things. And I worry about what's going to happen with Paisley right now with everything that's going on. Um, Alan did an interview with Andrea Swenson a few weeks ago. Um, hopefully we'll have more of those and more things can be discussed and what we can do to help out and get things done. You know, I think those things are very, very, very important. Is there really an MJ Prince track in the vault? I guess we'll see. But I do know that there's supposed to be a version of Prince doing like a prayer in the vault. And I'm there for that. Um, yeah, I worry about Paisley being without visitors and stuff for right now. Um, you know, if there was, it's just hard because say they put up new merch for you guys to buy. And, you know, we have so many people that are unemployed right now. Would you think that's being selfish of them to do, to have these things be for sale, have other things going on? Um, it's really, really, really hard. Yes, Paisley Knights is DJ Dudley D. We give him major props. Um, uh, we're not going to go into that because, all right, I mean, I said this before, um, when it came to the 1999 set an extra level, I actually had a conversation with Prince about the 1999 album and unreleased songs from it from the vault. And we got to extra lovable because he talked about the 2014, 15 version that was on hit and run phase two. And cause he mentioned about, um, you know, if extra lovable was released now, it would be a hit for anyone else, but because it's him, it won't be. So, we, uh, I asked him, like, you know, a lot of fans are upset that, you know, you released a different version of Extra Lovable instead of um, the version that kind of talks about stuff. And I brought up the rape lyrics and then I had a notebook by me because I was taking notes of uh, what they were performing in a private session earlier that ended up being for Montreux 2013. Um, and Prince's response was like, take down the notepad. And then that the fans heard a version of extra lovable that they weren't supposed to hear. So he was adamant about that. And he talked about what song replaced extra lovable on the album and what song 1999 replaced on the album and a few other things from the 1999 era. So he was upset that you guys heard that version. I understand for completest purposes, you guys wanted Extra Lovable um, to be part of the 1999 set. And I can understand that. With what's going on in the world today, on Me Too and other stuff, I can understand that their decisions to do that. I do feel it's very interesting to me, and this is something that was discussed when Prince was wanting to put together a video collection on Blu-ray in 2012, 2013, because some of his songs that were unreleased, some of the videos were very risque, and some of the ones that he did release were risque, like Sexy MF. So, um, you know, it's just, and I put it this way, I'm like, well, why, how was Michael Jackson able to put out the Thriller video with him being a Jehovah Witness at the time. And he had that, that thing before the video aired that went due to his religious beliefs. This is no way endorsement of the occult or things of that nature. And then what was suggested for Prince to do with this video collection, maybe these are some suggestions to go forward, is that they put a thing on there that yes, you know, Prince is a Jehovah Witness, but due to artistic integrity, and what he believed in at the time, we're leaving it as is. So then get away with that, but saying we're we're leaving it as is for artistic purposes. You know? Um, yeah. 
And as what someone said about Paisley, about Prince would be the one to bail out businesses like Paisley and other things, 100%. But as we know, he's not able to, um, he's not walking through that door. So there has to be other ways to keep it alive and do other things after this is all over, however long it takes. And I do believe the extra level and the MPG horns on that were amazing. Um, you know, I think we're going to have like coolest print stories for another, another thing. And I've seen a lot of people hit me up as the anniversary always comes close. Oh, you know, it's time to put out that book. And that's just not going to happen. I have another idea that I want to do. And I need to discuss it with people first. I just feel, unless it's a photo book, um, and then there's certain other people that could write books, like I feel Ruth. I feel like I would be selling him out. And I don't want to do that. And I want to do something that I feel would help his legacy more and do other things that a project to where, um, to where it could benefit the people that will be running Paisley and the Prince estate in time. And that's why, um, you know, there's certain things that we're going to do. And I totally agree. Ruth should totally do a book. Her stories are flipping amazing. And for some of them, I've been aware of them just to see her little um, stories, how it's written though. It's just so hilarious, you know? So no more photo books. Interesting. Interesting. You guys say that. I, I like the photo books. Um, you know, beautiful ones I still haven't been able to read. And I do believe um, that the person who is involved in the book right now and is a great person, um, that he did the best that he could with it. Um, yeah, thank you, book, for Chris Cornell. It does seem like there's so many books coming out. It seems like, and I made a joke, I guess, a few years ago, but it's looking like there'll be more books soon than there is Prince Vinyl that's been released. It's just crazy when you think with that. I like photo books. I like the tour books. I'm just finding out now I don't have like the tour book from Welcome to Chicago. So I'm kind of disappointed in myself for that. I guess I slipped in that one. Um, and of course, when you, when you, lose weight and you were wearing a XL and double XL shirts and now you need all large and then some of the stuff isn't sold by the estate or you have to find stuff on eBay. Those things are kind of pricey. Um, a lyric book from Prince coming, that would be an interesting thing that the estate or whatnot could put out if you guys have an interest on it. Um, now I know that you guys feel that piano and microphone, not that show not being released is a huge mistake. Um, the thing is, is that if Prince was here, which we know that he's not, <clears throat> how much, how rare that show is, especially, say, the Paisley Park show or even the Atlanta show, which we heard. And I know that Prince said for the Atlanta show, oh, he's going to release this. That was also a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on with what was going on. Now, with the Paisley Park piano shows, it being, being being filmed professionally, that deserves a pretty high paycheck, in my opinion, for it to be released. And right now, still, unfortunately, the money is in the merchandise more so than the music. You're going to see how things are selling and the quantity. Um, it's problematic. So I... As much as I want piano and a microphone from Paisley Park to come out, I'm okay with the decision for right now because that is a treasure. When I want to talk about things in the vault, that's one of those things that I feel deserves proper attention and that money being right. So those are the things that to me are important. I still think Rainbow Children is rare because um, the original Rainbow Children compared to what's being released, because this is a different version. It's not taking away from anything. 
And I do believe first going back to piano and microphone in Paisley Park. I would love to see Netflix, how they're throwing money at Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock. I would love to see them throw some money for that, for Love Sexy Live, for some other stuff in the vault that we're not even aware of. I'd like to see that paycheck because, you know, we still have a tax bill to be paid. And Paisley Park and the other things that it could be, you guys have no idea how amazing it could be. We just need um, that bill to be paid. And then we can see some other things like these releases. But for a piano microphone, that's worth more to me than bars of gold. So just one of those things. But I think that these things should be available on streaming services first. Then you have a rollout of it being on a physical CD, a box set, and other things to go along with it in time. We have to give exclusiveness to Netflix or to others. Um, there's so many different streaming services right now, but we want the one that would attract the most attention and be the most profitable. So that's what we go with it. <clears throat> the Netflix documentary, the docu-series, they have someone else. They're working on it. Those things are going to be done. Um, I don't know too much about that, um, but I can't wait for it like you guys. When we have to start over with a new director, we're probably still having the same people involved. There's probably a little bit more of a delay than there should be, but we're looking forward to those things. So, you know, that's what's going to be going on. And I still think that those are things I believe. Now, when it comes to merchandise and other stuff, like there's certain shirts, I would love to have more, more of the new new instead of the same purple rain, if you get my drift. You know, I'd love to have some shots of prints from the hit and run third eye girl era, um, even before some of the piano and microphone um, stuff that was out there on shirts and other stuff for you guys to have. Um, you know, you can you release a 1999 shirt or rare image uh, from Alan, but let's get some of this other stuff out um, because I keep saying the money is in the merch, but we can't have the same freaking merch, you know? Um, and there's so many other things. There was like an MPG Music Club journal. I got two of them. There's other things, the incense that Prince used to sell through the Music Club, candles, there's so many other things that we can have aside from t-shirts. And look, I like the jackets. You already, someone's already saying no more $2,000 jackets. Well, that's, I know what that is because also the fans feel that separating the hardcore fans from the rich fans that can be able to afford something like that. Um, yeah, going for the money, and that's what people now remember. Yes, but we have to train them. Like we have a 1999 set that came out and we did have new 1999 merch and we will be having other sets that come out and they need to do stuff right now. It's like you have Sony re-releasing stuff that they, that they now own to put back in print. And you have Warner brothers that's able to put out more. And right now that's kind of like where the estate's at. Um, I still have my 1999 shirt from 83. It doesn't fit, but I have it. It may fit me now, man. Maybe we can come to a deal on that. Now I'm playing. <laughs> that's really cool that you have that. Um, I saw like a shirt like that before the reprints and um, that it was like a $200 shirt. But yeah, I love how you guys are saying ear wraps. You'd love to see ear wraps come back and maybe like a set of incense and candles and you have like a special CD single of that out. Like that's another thing is Prince fans are hardcore collectors. So I like to see like CD singles come back in a certain way, albeit right now it's all about vinyl, but to have different variations. Like the Party Man uh, CD single had three different versions put out. I love to have stuff like that because to be honest, you guys will be buying all three. You want some gold experience merch. See, that's going to be a little bit more difficult, especially with that most beautiful girl in the world and the problem that that had. MPG Music Club reopening would help the income for Paisley. I'm not so certain because, again, here we have to where we had a generation of people 
that have never bought music before. So streaming services and other stuff to them, they're used to getting Spotify for free. They're used to, you know, other things for free that they may not pay for it. What's interesting with the new generation, the millennials that you guys tend to go in hard at, they're the main reason that vinyl is making a comeback. Like I would be going through the vinyl section for years and I'd have like the entire section to myself. Now when I go to record stores, before all this happened, before we had to practice social distancing, there would be so many people in their 20s and teens in the vinyl section of record stores um, that would be there. So this is why we're having a vinyl resurgence. Now a lot of people are wishing they never got rid of the vinyl. And of course, when people go through my vinyl section and they see how much I paid for the Prince vinyl, like $1.99 for $2.99 or $7.99 for the official, the original Rainbow Children. You know, Sign of the Times mirror bracelet. Some someone brought up wanting a hip chain, um, but they can't fit in those anymore. Hilarious. Get wild perfumes. I don't. I don't necessarily know about that with trademarks and other stuff, but I'd love to see that stuff come back. And for those listening to the show back, I really apologize for not talking more into the microphone. Um, that's my fault, um, just because I was trying to concentrate more on the live issues that are going on. Um, we have other other scents, other candles, other things going on, um, other releases. Controversy card from Eileen out of England. I remember that. I have all my controversies except for issue number one and I believe number three. And I have Uptown number one, but I don't think I have Uptown number four. And I used to write for Uptown and other stuff and I loved doing that. I would just write under different names until issue 49 when I started putting stuff under the Jeremiah Free thing. Purple Rain condoms. Someone from Amoeba that works there sent me a photo that it came in and they, they got it. I'd be like, Make sure not to use that because I think it had an expiration in 1993. But um, I sound fine on here. I'm just talking about for the playback for people that aren't listening live. Um, Yeah, Eileen kind of dropped off. She had a bad experience with Prince in like 93 and then that's when the magazine folded. Go experience vinyl. We'd love to see that. But again, with the most beautiful girl in the world being tied up in Italian courts, um, it's going to make it hard because they'd have to release the album without most beautiful girl in the world being on there. And we don't want that. So and I hear that uncut is having prints on the cover. And I think that's already out overseas. I haven't been to a newsstand since all this, but I'd love to see it. I know they used a photo from 87, but it's actually talking about this 86 material from parade. Um, but Apparently, we're having to wrap up because I'm not like Questlove. We have 20 seconds. I want to appreciate you guys. I thank you guys so much for coming in. Please make sure to subscribe on Stitcher, on iTunes, um, other platforms that we have. Thank you so much for the live show. We're going to be doing this more. I may jump on at different times. And then we're going to ask about the Italian course and other stuff, another thing. Much love. Till next time, y'all. Keep it funky. Love you guys.